You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Hola, buenos dias. Good morning. How are you? Como estas? Muy bien. Good, good. Well, uh, stoked to be back. Sorry that I uh, peaced out there for uh, a little while. I went to visit a really good friend of mine in Mexico. And yes, yes, the weather is something else to come back to. But you know what? I'm pumped. Did you see the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb yesterday? Yeah, Whistler looks uh, <laughs> not quite good to go. Although maybe we'll talk about that shortly because some people have been touring. But as Joel Sweet put it from Whistler Search and Rescue, it's Tib Fib season. I think you did anyway, Joel. Sorry if you didn't. But yeah, early, early days. That base is building, but stoked to see it. Yeah, especially from Tapley's farm yesterday for what was actually embarrassingly my first time enjoying the trick-or-treating down in Tapley's Farm. I can't believe after nearly 12 years in town that I haven't been down there for Halloween before. It was so awesome to see all the kids and parents having such a wonderful time. Some of those decorations are wild. I felt like I was on the Hocus Pocus movie set, you know, like the original. But uh, yeah, stoked to see those fireworks last night, but stoked to see the peaks of Whistler and Blackcomb getting loaded. And you can see that on the webcams today because the weather has cleared quite a bit. Not due for showers today, in fact, but a cool (laughs) high of five degrees expected. It was just 7.3 yesterday and quite a bit of rain over the past few days. Seven mils yesterday, 28 mils the day before. Sunday was really wet, particularly on the roads. But tomorrow, um, after today's chance of flurries, potentially like a 30% chance this morning, uh, and some wind swirling, we're looking for a high of four degrees tomorrow and a pretty clear day. But Thursday's going to be chilly. They're predicting a high of zero, so potential for some snow in the valley. Yeah. And then Friday, warm attempts. But that means some overnight temps of like minus three, maybe even minus seven tomorrow night predicted. Brr. So if you still have some dead or dying vegetation, it's time to clear it out of your garden. That's for sure. I had to go clear my veggie box with a wear on Sunday. That's all done and dusted, sadly. But sunrise today uh, is 8.02. Obviously the, well, obviously you might have forgotten or you might not know. The clocks go back this coming Sunday, like 2 a.m. So they fall back. We get an extra hour of sleep. Stoked. But at the same time, um, brings back the debate about whether we should just eradicate daylight savings time or not. Because sunset tonight is going to be at 5.49. And that'll change, obviously, next week. Uh, yeah. So that's the weather for you. Um, not much to report from the mountains. I've had a look at the temps up there recently. Yeah, looking at lows of uh, like minus seven at peak uh, last night and uh, around there, minus three, minus four, uh, some highs still in the minuses. So it's good for building that base. We've got more snow on the way, of course, on the mountain Thursday, Friday, a potential for, you know, uh, uh, 15 plus centimeters and a pretty low freezing level, just maybe 1300 meters. So yeah, lots going on. And what does that mean for biking, you ask? Well, Dan Raymond's latest report from Walker from just a couple of days ago <laughs> uh, echoes that, yeah, that did escalate quickly, what with the skies opening up. 
whilst I was away. But Benoit and he did do some work out on dessert platter, although they found that underneath the snow, it was still quite dusty. They waited for it to melt and, uh, and hit the hammers on some unfinished bridges. And so what they have been doing, well, uh, they uh, buddy Jono joined them. He dropped the last bucket on up a salted caramel. So they're currently testing. You can test their work by first conquering working class or high society in cold and wet conditions or <laughs> very cold tomorrow. Or you can wait until next spring for that segment's, uh, segment's ultimate connection to a la mode. So, yeah, uh, got to say I've loved reading this trail report from AMPM from just a couple of days ago on Trail Forks. And it says, I cut a chamfer into the notorious AMPM stump of death to flatten off the sharp edge. And given this modification, the chief stick officer has calculated that a minimum impact energy of 251 kilojoules, um, I'm not sure what the M stands for, which measurement would be required for the remaining stump to perforate the abdominal cavity of an average mountain biker, assuming that they are wearing a shirt made of a 150 or better thread count, equivalent polyester material with a Raymond's permeability factor of no more than 0.88. <laughs> well done, Dan. That really gave me a chuckle when I read it this morning. Somebody reporting from two days ago as well that get over it. That trail is wet, but finally there's some moisture. So yeah, uh, I guess you can't have your cake and eat it, but um, that's uh, for our trails network. Uh, have fun on those, these remaining kind of few days. But for our roads, still some ongoing roadworks, the ongoing roadworks in... Uh Ha. <laughs> um, the ongoing, let me find the advisory here, the ongoing Lake Placid road closure that's extended until November 4th to accommodate the pressure reducing valve upgrades was due to finish uh, yesterday, but nope, still going until November 4th. There is going to be some... Uh, road work uh, kicking off on, uh, well, in the second week of November, but at Porto Cove. And that's going to be between, yes, some more rock stabilization projects. Uh, that's happening between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. So if you're heading through that way, it will be single lane alternating traffic. But also on the road, still some continuing, uh, so, you know, utility work happening in certain areas. No major delays reported when I was at Mountain FM yesterday morning. So, uh, yeah, uh, hoping that's the case again, but that rock stabilization, it, yeah, is going to be, uh, there's going to be some happening at Nan Falls as well around there. Still uh, continuing single lane alternating traffic between Whistler and Pemby that could well add some time to your journey. So allocate that. But yeah, what else is cracking, you wonder? Well, good to hear. My good buddy Foz was asking the other day if I like to watch footy. And I do when it's competitive. And with the World Cup coming up very soon, uh, the BC government has actually announced that bars and restaurants can stay open longer during the FIFA World Cup. However, they can only serve liquor during their regular hours. So FYI on that one. Canada's first match is against Belgium on November 23rd. And that's right, I can say match because it's footy. None of this game business like you say in hockey. Uh, I've got a great hockey fact coming up, actually. Hang tight for that one from Stinky's on the Stroll. But speaking of sports, adult sports nights are back at the Myrtle Phillip Community Centre as well as the Whistler Senior Secondary School. That's soccer on Sundays along with basketball on Tuesdays, badminton Thursdays and volleyball on Fridays. Each of those at 7.30 and pre-registration is required and available up to 72 hours in advance. So go to whistler.ca slash adult sports for that. 
The Wissom Museum is closed today through until the 4th. FYI on that one too. But also I got a notification from this about the inside scoop. That's happening at the Whistler Conference Centre on Tuesday, November 29th from 2 to 6pm. And there's often Appies, a complimentary drink if you get around and get all the stamps. You get to meet a bunch of Chamber of Commerce and Tourism Whistler businesses that, uh, that set up shop there. So that's coming up. What else is coming up, you ask? Oh, I forgot to check the library's website. Let's have a look here. Um, I can't believe it's, yeah, November 1st for one thing. But um, lots of, yeah, outreach happening today, of course, because it's a Tuesday. Bookkeeping basics as well for small businesses, self-employed and side hustlers happening today in the community room at the Wright Library, which would be a really good opportunity for people in those brackets between 7 and 8.30 today. And also I was uh, just a couple days old when I learned that the park at Alpha Lake was called Pine Point Park. Did anybody else not know that? Is that just me? Yeah, you've got obviously the Alpha Lake Park uh, park there, but they call the Pine uh, the Pine Point Park, you know, that you can walk along to uh, towards the old gravel road there. That's um, That Valley Trail is going to be closed from Friday, October 28th. Uh, not sure if it was just for that day. Uh, okay. But anyway, Pine Point Park, who knew? Mm. Also coming up this week, quite a lot of things. Like somebody was asking me yesterday, where can they see live music at this time of year? And I was giving her a bunch of recommendations. Turns out the Dublin Gate is actually closed this week. So there's Live music from Dino Groovin at, at the Fem, at the Mallard Lounge tomorrow from five. At the Maori Young Arts Centre on Thursday, there's also going to be some traditional Lil Wat drum making happening between six fifteen and eight fifteen. So make sure you look into more more details of that. The Public Library Stitches in the Stacks is back on Thursday between seven and eight thirty as well. And then Cornucopia is kicking off this weekend, November fourth, but really kicking off in a few days time so um no, sorry in about a week's time the 10th is where we'll see the main cluster of programming so I'll tell you more about that on friday I did see, remember last year during the winter at Bagliardi Park, there were those uh, light sculptures, you know, of the large deer and then that tiny moose that looked out of place and they changed the location. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if the moose is back, but the large deer were getting built and erected yesterday in Rebagliati Park. That's, uh, yeah, just before the first valley snowfall that might fall in two days. We'll see. But an awesome contest I want to let you know about from Stinkies on the Stroll, by the way. They're giving two tickets to the Seahawks Raiders game for November 27th. Yeah. And you, you want to know how to win? I'll tell you. you it'll be because the winner will be announced on November 22nd. You just have to order a Stinkies Lager at Stinkies on the Stroll. Yeah, amazing. Got some facts from him coming in shortly, but I want to let you know that from starting November 14th, Okay, for four weeks, the Creekside Health Clinic will have uh, Dr. Jessica Sproul, and I hope I've pronounced that right. Uh, she'll be running a walk-in clinic to provide urgent care for our community because there are so many people in our community that don't have uh, what we call oh, what do we call an MD, uh, like you know, a family doctor. So, walk-in medical clinic will be available for four weeks at Creekside Health starting November fourteenth for those that need it. 
Yeah, Halloween has been super fun. And you know what? There's still a contest that you can enter. Yeah, uh, up until November 3rd, actually, courtesy of Jay Saspi on the Whistler Winter Group. And some wicked prizes, actually, from like Whistler Hardware, Escape Whistler. Speaking of which, Corey K, <laughs> that costume is something else. There's a lot of pet photos in this in these uh, this comment thread. But uh, I, reckon, I reckon we can do better than the cute dogs. I know they're hard to beat, but uh, there's some wicked costumes out there from years past. Like, let's talk horror fest, but some wicked prizes on there and uh, quite a few awesome photos getting submitted. So thanks to that, uh, Jace, for getting that going. Let's Get Quizzical had a Halloween edition last week, but they're back on Wednesday, so tomorrow, 9 p.m. at uh, Please. And I don't know what the latest is, but uh, having been out of town for uh, a while there, I uh, <laughs> I was yeah joined by news there's a snow goose in town and getting updates on that. Not too sure what the latest is on the snow goose that's uh, walking the village stroll. Lots of sightings of that poor little guy or girl. But uh, yeah, it's amazing what you see when you've been out out of town for a while and what you come back to, hmm. including a couple birthdays. I want to give a very happy birthday shout out to Jordan Decker, who's going to be enjoying it down under actually, but also to Alex Miyazaki, whose birthday is today. Happy birthday, bud. It was Maeve Jones's just a couple days ago, along with Alex Walsh's, Sally Smythe's and good buddy Patrick Huey. He'll be back in town for some winter terms this year. Pretty stoked, Pat, to have you back. So welcome back. And Gregory Griffith's birthday as well tomorrow along with Wayne Lefebvre's coming up and Mikey Nixon. So happy birthday everybody. Yeah. So a time for some wicked throwback facts for you from Stinkies on the Stroll. And you're going to love this one if you're an NHL fan, because it was on this day in 1959, so November 1st, that Montreal Canadiens goaltender Jacques Plante became the first NHL netminder to wear a fiberglass protective face mask. Isn't that wild? Wow. Yeah, that was on this day, 1959. Um, the first published reference to poker as the Mississippi Riverboat game was on this day. I'm not sure which publication, but back in 1834. Mm -hmm. In 1997, Titanic was released on this day. Do you know that? Yeah, pretty cool. Thought you'd be stoked on that one. In 1969, Elvis Presley uh -huh, was uh, number one with Suspicious Minds. Sally Bennett's going to love playing that one today, I betcha. And here's one from 1997, same year, same day that the Titanic came out. Aqua. You remember the Swedish band. Yeah, Barbie Girl. When sold more than like 8 million copies. That was number one on this day in 1997. Yeah, there you go. Woo. Okay, I've got a wicked joke for you today that I'm super stoked to share. It's from a comedian, Adam Burke, uh, who says, I was always, I always preferred the English spelling of diarrhea, which is diarrhea, because it really looks like you've lost control of your vowels. I guess you do have to see it written down, but uh, yeah, love that joke. I hope you did too. Gave you a smile, didn't it? Good, good. So I've been playing around with the November's Pick and Mix playlist on Spotify, on the Whistle Pulse's Spotify account. It has like, yeah. And I've got some real groovers on here that I've really enjoyed listening to in Mexico. And starting us off is one from Frank Moody, who are a double act actually from, uh, from London. Uh, yeah, Ned Frank and... Oh, shoot, what's his name? Something moody. But anyway, uh, super good trim. It's called Dopamine. 
uh, yeah, the start's not exactly my thing, but super funky track. And uh, I'm definitely feeling that we're going to get, uh, well, I'm still buzzing from my trip away. Uh, but I'm glad to be back. I know we're going to be getting our fill of dopamine this ski season with the way that base is loading. So thanks for having me back. I hope you've been super well. I hope you had a wicked Halloween. And hasta pronto. I'll see you. I'll chat to you Friday morning. <laughs> Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.